When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Welcome back to the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode 135. I'm back. Larry here. And Anthony here. What's going on, Ant? Oh, I don't know. Welcome back, bud. That's, Thank uh, you, that, that, That's Thank what you. it is. Uh, you, were, you were sorely missed last week. Thank um, you. I hope, the, uh, I hope the Long Island Sound is uh, totally <laughs> full with your tears. <laughs> it was, um, you know, it's, as you saw, I had to fly in people to try and fix the Virtual Boy, but it still, still is what it is. I think at this point, Ant... I think it's official RIP for the Virtual Boy on the Retro Gamers. Well, I was actually hoping you were giving it a Viking funeral. That's what I would have loved to see. <laughs> then Harbor Patrol just shows up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sir, what are you doing? No, it's okay. No, it's they're... okay. We're, we're, we're laying a Virtual Boy to rest. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, so from this point did on. You give... <laughs> did, you, did you give it the 10 coin salute? Whoa. <laughs> I should have. Oh, that would have been nice. Uh, no, I, it's, I called. That was a that helicopter was a, a lot of money for me, but it was worth it for the gimmick. Um, yes. <laughs> so, uh, but I, first and foremost, I like to thank Josh from Victims and Villains for filling in uh, for me. So I greatly appreciate it. While I was at WrestleMania weekend and also attending the G One Supercard. So. Very nice. Yeah, and thank you, Josh, for joining me as well. We we actually went through a, an interesting topic that we never covered before, and it was just bad games in a franchise. Um, we got to cover a bunch of stuff. I know people don't generally like to talk about bad games. I'm like, but it is a part. Look, it's a part we of the game. We thrive on it. What? We thrive on it. I was just going to say, I mean, yes, we thrive on it. Some other people do as well. But it's just, you know, it was actually interesting to dive into successful franchises and missteps that they took. Yeah, right. Because, uh, look, not everything can be a winner. This is true. This is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we're here. We're here. And thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for watching. You know, remember, folks, uh, if you're watching, you can also listen to us on iTunes, Spreaker, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And, uh, well, if you're listening to us, you can watch us on YouTube. And, yes. Uh, yeah, hit them up with the YouTube URL there. Um, it's YouTube.com slash RetroGamersPodcast. Uh, similar to that, you can listen, uh, check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash RetroGamersPodcast. Follow us on Instagram at RetroGamersPodcast. Yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're all over the place. We are slowly taking over. Yep. Uh, you can also email us at email at theretrogamers.com. If you have any questions, comments, complaints, we tend to ignore the complaint emails. Most of them are about Larry. I delete them before he sees them. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is the first I'm learning of this. Well, oops. <laughs> and as you can also see, while I was gone, I was robbed. La- and, Larry was um, robbed. Yeah. So, Rob, I, you know, I, I think what happened was his mother showed up and said, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That I'm done with this. Is honestly probably not far from the truth. So it probably isn't. But Larry, yes, uh, you are officially moving. Yes, I'm going to be uh, moving. I'm moving up to the east side, actually to the north side. So bigger apartment. Uh, so actually, it's going to be a little bit of a. I'm also working on a nice, 
uh, area for the computer and for this. So that will be really cool. And just in general, just kind of moving on. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. Hey, onward and upward. That's where we go. I've been living in basements for, what, almost 15 years. It's about time I get some wow. sunlight in the morning when I wake up. Yeah, I don't know. You might, you might turn to dust. Listen, I'll t- either way, it's better than living in a basement. So Very true as a, as a former basement dweller. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were talking about all the spots that you can, you can listen to us, you can watch us. And we got to work one day on trying to figure out how we can get into virtual reality. Yeah, well, are you talking about us, like, specifically? Like, Why not? Why not, yeah, watch the show in VR? Oh, um, oh, yeah, no. no. <laughs> no. Oh, I tried, no. people. I, I, you, know, you know, I think it was I think it was hard enough for us to turn to video. <laughs> it was. I don't think anybody wants to experience us in full VR. I think, um, I actually, well, actually, you know what? I mean, if you're interested in horror or horror movies, maybe, I, maybe it would work. But I don't know about the two of us being in VR. But you bring up, you bring up an interesting topic. I do because, and again, as we have as we have laid the Virtual Boy to rest, that's it. Um, which was one of the first, which which was, I mean, let, let's give Nintendo credit where it's due. One of the first forays into virtual reality, so to speak, yeah. or they're trying to do something virtual, you know. Yeah, they I were think, going 3D, but it was kind of heading in that direction. It was, you know, uh, Genesis had something. Uh, what didn't didn't television have something? Somebody had something really early on, but yeah, again, it was I, 3D. Yeah, again, it was more 3D, exactly. but that was kind of the impetus for exactly. VR. You know, that's where where we kind of built from. Um, I remember actually really quickly just uh, yes. you mentioned the Genesis. Um, I remember the Gen- Genesis activator. Do you remember the activator? It was <laughs> yes. the octagon you put on yep. the floor, and it was supposed to be like you can fight in the fighting game. <laughs> didn't didn't work very well. It was so it was like a rock um, and roller. But you know, bringing up bringing up VR, um, VR has been kind of uh, at least in terms of home consoles, VR has been kind of a um, I don't know. It's kind of got a stigma to it where. It's not wholly popular. People feel like it's just kind of a fad and it's going to fade eventually. Um, yet there's some persistence to it. It's been it's been, it's kind of been hanging around, and I just feel like um, where people think it's kind of on the downward trend, I feel like it's actually building itself up. It's just been a slower process. I agree. I totally. I mean, virtual reality, the idea, not you know, not just the three, you know, virtual boy was 3d, the thing with the Genesis, I forgot what they called it or the Intellivision was 3d, the 3ds, but we're talking actual virtual reality. We strap this headset on and wherever uh-huh. you look, the, you know, you see what's there. Um, yeah. that's been around for a long time and you're right. I think, you know, for a little bit, it was being pushed and then maybe died down a little bit, but starting to come back. Unlike 3d that hit, <laughs> But then just fell off the fell yes. off the map. Virtual reality, I think, is going to be this next wave. I mean, we got Oculus. We got yep. even the simple. I remember uh, on your Oculus, cell phones. Yeah, I was going to say HTC Vive. I think is another yes, one, right? That's another mm-hmm. one. And even a simple. I think I, I think I packed it already. Just like uh, uh, Google car, uh, Google cardboard that uh. I think was free, and you buy it, and you make like. Google um, virtual reality goggles, and you just put your cell phone in it. Yes, I remember that. So VR is is coming into play, but now it's really starting to step up a notch because now home consoles mm-hmm. are really starting to uh, push it. And it's funny because, you know, Aunt, knowing you for so long and 
all joking aside, I know how you are with like first person shooters and stuff yep. like that. And I know you yeah. don't like them. So I thought you would never, never take to virtual reality. I know. It's true. Until recently when you texted yep. me. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's a very interesting story because I've always said, I can't do first person. It gives it gives me really bad headaches, and then those turn into migraines, and it's a very bad day. And then you're just um, no fun to be with. <laughs> no, and I, well, I'm no fun to be with anyway. So, so I'm just really no fun to be with when the migraine comes on. Uh, there's projectile vomiting. You know, it's all kinds of fun. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So four D. Um, so I was always convinced. I'm like, you know, VR will never work for me because even to today, like. Um, um, earlier today, actually, because we're recording on Sunday, mm-hmm. I was playing Dead by Daylight on the uh, Hope Station uh, Marathon, which is um, the 48-hour marathon Victims and Villains does uh, to raise money for mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. So I was playing Dead by Daylight, and Josh asked me to play as the killer, as the, as the Michael Myers. And I said, fine, I'll play one as the killer, but I can't do more than one because – the killers are first person in the game, and after one game, I can already feel my head starting to hurt. So even today, first person games do not work for me at all. So now, with that being said, because actually on last week's episode when you taped uh, when you recorded it, you even told Josh, "You're like, yeah, you know, once we're done recording, I'm going to my friend's house, who's like demanding that I try uh, the PlayStation VR." So. You know, you got your arm twisted. So what do you think walking into that? Yeah. So um, so my my friend, Mike, uh, what's up, Mike? I know you don't listen. Um, but uh, <laughs> my friend, <laughs> So um, so my friend, Mike, uh, who I also actually um, he's one of the guys I play Dead by Daylight with regularly. Um, we were talking about it uh, like probably two months ago, I want to say. And he's like, dude, you have to play PlayStation VR. And I told him, I said, no, I was like. I can't even do I can't even do first person games. I get headaches. 3D never works for me. All that stuff. He's like, no. He's like, trust me, you're going to do it. And, and we were talking about it for a couple of months. And then event, you know, finally, I was like, okay, fine. I was like, let's set a date. I'll come by and I'll just try it. And I figured I'll go there. We'll play for like a half an hour, an hour, and I'll be like, okay, this isn't for me. <laughs> so went to his house last um, Saturday, and you know, immediately off the bat starts off he's like okay so we're gonna play this uh we're gonna play this game called beat saber and now have you ever uh, okay so i haven't played it but i've seen it okay so um beat saber is basically like a guitar hero or a rock band kind of game so it's a rhythm game where the um the you know you have stuff coming at you on the screen but instead of like strumming a note or something like that you're holding with the PlayStation Move controllers in your hand. You're holding two lightsabers, mm-hmm. and you have to slice the you have to slice the blocks that are coming at you in the direction that they're telling you. So you know, down, left, right, and up. Um, oh, and I didn't realize you had to do it in a direction that they tell. I just thought you just had to swipe to hit them. No, you have to oh, do it in the direction that okay. they're telling you, and in the color because you have two sabers. Well, you have I a know, red. Yeah. You have a red and a blue. Yeah. So you know, one on you know, so mm-hmm. it's it, so it, it's it's an interesting way of doing a rhythm game, and of course, it goes to a beat, the beat of whatever song you choose. Mm-hmm. So, Mike does. I don't know if Mike knew this, if it came up in discussions or anything, but he really knew how to sell me on it right away because I'm like, I'm a big fan of rock band. My friends and I, like every once in a while, we still play it. Wow! Like okay. I'll pack every, I'll pack everything up, bring it to my friend's house, mm-hmm. and then there are like seven or eight of us cool. that are just switching off playing rock band, and it's great. All right. Um, so 
it was a very easy first sell. But like I said, I was like, my first concern is always, am I going to get a migraine? I'm like, because it, you know, nothing, no game could ever be worth playing, you know, Agreed. to get a migraine for It's just my migraines are severe. So, um, so pop on, popped on the headset. I'm immediately <laughs> looking at the, uh, I'm immediately looking at the, the menu screen for Beat Saber where you're basically just picking a song, but then like, you know, just taking my head and just looking around and I'm like, wow, okay. I was like, there's nothing, you know, for Beat Saber, there's really not much going on. It's just kind of like, there's like a blue, like yeah. kind of, it's a bluish thing with a bunch of like stars Let me hanging ask around. You, because I never, I've seen Beat Saber. I never played it. Like when you have the VR headset on, when you're looking around, is the screen following you or basically here's the main no. menu. But when you look, the main menu stays where it is. So what you have is, um, the main menu does not follow you. So what happens is you have the main screen here where you choose what song you want to play to the left. If you go look to the left, there are modifiers that you can add. So you could do no fail mode or you can speed the song up, Mm -hmm. things like that. That's cool. And then to the right, they have a uh, leaderboard. Okay. All right, cool. So those are the screens. And then if you keep looking around you, it's just kind of, like I said, like a bluish starry sky. Exactly. Exactly. So it was cool. Um, so pick, you know, so pick a song, obviously never played it before. Play it on easy. I'm like, it was like, I'm like, I'm like 30 seconds into the song and I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, all right. I, Sold. So, so, so I'm already starting to like this thing okay. and I'm like, okay. Um, so we play a couple of rounds, we, we play a couple of rounds of Beat Saber and then a couple of other friends showed up. So then basically we went to lunch for a little bit, came back, and then we were just alternating on Beat Saber. Everybody was taking a song and playing, um, and it was just awesome. And and just to mention, um, you know, when when the person is playing on the headset, you can still watch on the television. So if there's yes. other people around, you can still see what what he sees, basically. Yes, ex- yes, exactly. So yeah, people are still watching the game on the screen. Yeah. Um, but you're following through the perspective of the person wearing the headset. Yep. So in other words, when they turn their head, you're going to see what he's seeing at all times. So, um, which is so cool that was as act- well. Yeah, which is cool. And at the same time, though, it takes a little getting. U- it actually takes a little getting used to watching somebody play because normal, like you know, just as a normal person, we don't sit still very mm-hmm. much. Like even if we're sit, like you know, even if, like the way I'm sitting right now. Um, talking will make my head, you know, do these little motions and the VR headset picks that up. So when you're watching somebody play, every little movement they make is actually moving the screen. Yeah. So that part actually takes a little getting used to. I hear but you then, on that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so my, so my friend, uh, my friend, Mike, who, who owns Beat Saber, of course, is showing, you know, he, he plays on the expert level. So literally <laughs> like sitting there watching him. So it's like, it is weird watching somebody play because like I'm watching him and like, to give you a good reference, um, uh, if you know of the WWF tag team, the Bushwhackers, and how they would come down to the ring, that's kind of what my friend reminded me of while he was playing Beat Saber because his arms are literally flailing all over the place. And now he's he's playing on expert mode, so he's like the notes are coming at you fast and furious. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so um, we played that for a little while. It was an awesome game. I'm like, okay, I go. If I were to buy a VR, this would be the first game I would buy. Okay, hands down. Um, but Literally. I'm not just I'm not just going to buy a system for one game. 
uh, unless it's Nintendo and Zelda. Um, (laughs) You're better than me. (laughs) Yes. So I was like, there needed to be more to offer. So then he showed me a couple of other games. Um, um, Were they like demos or like actual games? No, he had some other full games. Okay. So I'll go through a couple of those. Um, One of them was um, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Ooh, okay. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this game, but basically you're controlling a little robot on the screen. And the object is to get through the levels to save the other robots. Mm-hmm. And then when you save the other robots, they actually jump into your PlayStation controller. So, you know, the little <laughs> the little action pad? Yep, it's yep. really cool. Like, he kind of, it's weird. He kind of goes behind them and kicks them. Okay. And then they just kind of fly up in the air and, like, land into your PlayStation <laughs> controller. And then if you look down at your controller, you see how many of them you have in there. That's cool. <laughs> it's really cool. But the game itself, like, the levels are really cool. It's kind of like being inside Super Mario Odyssey. Ooh, okay. So it's like you're in the world and you can look around and see everything and then the guy and then your character is in front of you and then you move the character around on the board. But the interesting thing about it is like as you're jumping up to different platforms and everything like that, the board unlike, you know, in Mario Odyssey, like if you jump up to a platform, obviously the camera goes up and levels with yeah. you. In this game when you're jumping up on levels, you're actually doing it from a distance so like if the guy's going up on a level like i'm looking at him all the way up there and i'm like crap i'm like how am i going to get him down without him falling um so it adds like a new dynamic to it it's like true it's like true 3d it's like i'm watching my friend climbing a bunch of rocks um but i'm controlling him climbing the rocks um and i will say this also um when there were two games this was one of them but there were two games where while i'm moving the the bot around you look down and there's just sky. Yeah, that's nothing. uneasy, right? So, right. So, like the first time I looked down, now I have I have a fear of heights. I can deal with it in situate in certain situations, but I can't deal with it when my feet are. Looking for the perfect gift? Check out a Visa Virtual Account available at giftcards.com. Gifting a Visa Virtual Account is easy. Simply select your gift amount, add optional personalization, and click send. A thoughtful gift delivered in moments. As one of the world's most recognized brands, virtual Visa cards are secure, never expire, and work for any budget. They're also eco-friendly. Eliminate the need for plastic with a virtual gift delivered straight to their inbox. Whether you're shopping for a family member, friend, coworker, or client, a Visa virtual account is always the perfect fit. Visa virtual accounts can be used online anywhere Visa is accepted, so the possibilities are endless. They're convenient to send and easy to spend, making it the perfect gift for any occasion. Start gifting your virtual visa today at www.giftcards.com virtual. Or on the ground. Yeah. So like if I'm in a plane or something like that, it's no big deal. I was like, but if I'm like walking up to the edge of a cliff or something like that, mm-hmm. I start to get like <laughs> panicky. So like I literally on my plane, came, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And we get to a ledge and I'm like, oh. Oh, <laughs> and I, was, I, was, I literally jumped up. I was like, oh, nope, can't do that. No, uh, and I, that I've experienced that in like yeah. playing as well, like in real life, just as an example, like at WrestleMania, they did a flyover uh, MetLife mm-hmm. Stadium. It was gorgeous. It was four helicopters. So the helicopters flying and they hovered and they were literally right above where I was sitting. So mm-hmm. as I'm looking up and I'm, I'm perfectly on the floor, but as I'm looking up, I start to get like, ooh, like oh, vertigo. Yeah, uh, and I that's kind of happened with me with some of the demos that I because I have a PSVR, and mm-hmm. that's your that exact same thing happened to me. Like, whoa, where am I? What's going on? Yeah, so uh, so I was definitely getting that with Rescue Bot. 
But like I said, the game itself, it plays kind of like Mario Odyssey, um, but you're in the game with the character, yeah. following him around. Super fun. Um, and then, uh, and speaking of kind of getting vertigo and stuff like that, <laughs> switched over to another game called Farpoint, which is kind of a sci-fi game. Hmm, okay, I haven't heard of that. And one. basic, basically, you um, you're on a you're on a mission. You're on a mission in space. Something happens, and you crash land on a, on an alien planet. Okay. And so you're basically walking around this alien planet. First off, the visuals absolutely stunning right and again for vr you're talking a 360 view so it's like when i would turn my head behind like when i would turn all the way around Mm -hmm. you're seeing you're you're seeing the whole planet i think it may also be in 4k i'm not 100 sure uh i'm not sure i don't have a 4k uh tv so i don't know uh so um but anyway so you know you're turning around and you're seeing all of this stuff which is really cool um and then, um, you know, their little alien things come out and you shoot them and whatnot. But then again, same thing happened, like walked to the edge of a cliff and just looked down and started to freak out because <laughs> I'm like, holy cow. I was like, no, I was like, let's get away from the cliff. <laughs> um, it was very Grand Canyon like it was yes. really kind of crazy. Yes. But um, yeah. But again, another game where it's like um, that's one where I would debate on whether or not I would buy it. And the only reason why I say that is because it's kind of first person shooter like in, okay. in a way. So but I enjoyed it. Um, a couple other ones to point out. I uh, did a demo of this uh, VR thing called Kitchen. Have you done that one? No. Okay. Hmm. So it's on the demo disc that I had that oh. came with the uh, – uh, it's on the demo disc. I must have missed um, it. Okay. Yeah. It's called Kitchen. So – and basically you're uh, sitting – so basically it's very like dark and dirty kitchen. There's a video camera in front of you. Um, and you're sitting in a chair, and you're using you're using the um, regular PlayStation controller for this. Yeah, yeah, some you do. And there's a guy on the floor, and then when you move the PlayStation controller to move, you see that your hands are bound. Oh wow! And yeah, and then so then the guy gets up, and he tries to get you free, and then as he's trying to get you free, this zombie-like thing attacks him. Oh, God. and it's right in front of your yep, face, and yep. you're just watching all this happen. Uh, really creepy, and it was <laughs> only like maybe a six or seven minute demo. But what it was was a demo for – for my understanding, I think it's a demo for Resident Evil 7, oh. which if you buy it, you can play that entire game in VR. Yes. Yeah, a lot of games on the PlayStation have a VR mode. Even Tetris Effect has a VR mode, which yeah. is useless but awesome. Well, Tetris Effect actually – like when I was uh, – when I was looking online for this, you know, just looking into mm-hmm. games that were available because I was debating, am I going to do this or yeah. not? Um and Tetris Effect is listed on one of the most recommended games to buy for VR. It's weird. And I haven't played it. It's weird. I mean, it's Tetris. So it's very straightforward. Tetris Effect is just gorgeous because every level has this look to it and this soothing music and sound. It's very actually calming and peaceful to play. But when I played it in VR mode, it, it, it just... No offense, don't get me wrong, the game is fantastic. It just didn't make sense in VR, because basically I was just playing Tetris. It was the same thing as watching it on TV, but it was just right in front of my face. Um, it. It's just more like you have the headphones on, so the music is better and everything. So that's the only way. I would still get the game anyway, but for VR mode, eh. But did you try any of the horror games? Because I feel like PlayStation VR really excels with the horror genre. Yeah. No, I, that was the only horror game we tried. Um, and Mike is a big horror guy, so I talked to him about the other ones because I know there are some that are really good. And they, and he threw out some names. He's like, oh, yeah, these are other ones you should try and stuff. But we never got around to it. Yeah. Because there were so many other things like he wanted to show. So we were kind of bouncing around. Okay. Um, 
Uh, Batman Arkham VR was another one we tried. Ooh, I haven't tried that yet. Okay, that okay. So that was actually really cool. <laughs> um, it's not. It's not big. At least the part that I played wasn't big on any action. So right. I don't know how action games would work in it. But basically, you're 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 a Batman. Mm-hmm. So you start off in Wayne Manor. Yeah, exactly. You start off in Wayne Manor. Um, something happens. You you have to make your way down to the Batcave. Oh, suit wow. up. Um, it, it, and the beginning of it, it's kind of very detective mode. Okay. You're kind of, you're, you're being Batman, the detective. And so basically you're going into the, you know, you're going into the Batcave, you find, uh, you find your car, you get, you know, and, and also that's the other thing too. It's like, you don't drive the car, at least in the beginning. Like I said, you kind of just kind of tra- teleport okay. to the next thing. Gotcha. But you know, the full Batcave, like literally that was another game where it's like, you go in, you find, um, you use the piano to access the Batcave mm-hmm. and then you're in an elevator going down <laughs> and when you look down to see the Batcave coming up yeah. at you it is far <laughs> it is so far down there I was like okay just look up <laughs> I, was like, I was like just look up okay um, but then like you go into uh, you wind up in an alley and um, Nightwing uh, spoilers uh, Nightwing <laughs> has Nightwing has been murdered Ooh. So Night, Nightwing is dead right at the get go wow and you go into this detective mode where you're trying to recreate the scene of what happened there. And as you uncover the clues, mm-hmm. you actually start to replay what happened to Nightwing. Oh. So then you're actually watching the action of Nightwing getting in a fight with this guy when he winds up getting killed. And as he as Nightwing is battling this guy, he's kind of going around you. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of turn your head to see all of the action that's going on. It's really cool. That is pretty sweet. That I gotta try that. Uh, before we get into another game for VR for PlayStation VR, there is a horror game. I can't remember the name of it. It's one of the demos that I have, and it's like a circus theme or some. But I remember it was this was just the opening credits. I didn't even play anything. And you're it's like I think it's like a rail shooter. Like you're on one okay. of those. So as you're going through and you just look, you're in this just this sub level of somewhere, like a like a basement level or something. And as you look, every room that passes by, there's just, it's either empty or, like, you see, like, some person in there just laying down. And, but you can't stop moving, so it just wa- right. it just goes past you. Like a clown. Oh, man, it is eerie. Eerie, uh, eerie. See, that game doesn't sound appealing to me. I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not good with clowns. What? <laughs> so. Um, but... Um, yeah, the the PlayStation VR is ridiculous. You know, I know you said you immediately went out and pretty much bought it as soon as you were done playing the demos and everything at your friend's yeah. house. I bought mine literally after I saw Ready Player One. Oh, so of course. I went to the theater. I mean, I've already read the book before the thing. <laughs> I want to so be in the Oasis. No, for real. I'm sitting in there <laughs> and I'm like, I need a VR. And I saw the movies. The movie theater was in the mall. So I just ran right across <laughs> the GameStop, and I immediately wow. bought one, and um, they were like, yeah, the only version we have is the one that comes packed with uh, Elder Scroll, which I don't even want to oh, play. Skyrim, yeah. Uh, Skyrim, excuse me, yeah. And I'm like, well, it's the only one you got. I'll take it. <laughs> well, I, But I heard Skyrim's an amazing game. Oh, it's great. I just haven't... Yeah, here's my in problem. VR. I haven't had a chance to really play it because, um, like, the VR... Because of how this is why I'm moving upstairs, there's a lot more room, so I'll have more access to everything. I can't really like steadily keep the VR headset out 
Um, yeah. and, and, and it is a process to hook up, not a major one, but it's a lot to hook up to the PlayStation to get it going. So when I go upstairs, it's going to be a different ball game. Um, but I definitely, once I'm upstairs, once I'm in the bigger apartment, and once I have better access to my systems for PSVR, I am getting Iron Man. Uh, yes, I, I heard. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Oh my yep. god, I heard. Yeah, I've seen it, and everybody keeps saying the same thing that it's a complete game changer. I mean, you are Iron Man. You are in the suit. Everything you see when they have that that shot in the movies, you yeah, know, outside the visor, or even looking into the visor. Just imagine the yep. other way. I, I can only imagine um, – uh, it's not Jarvis. What is it now? Um, who who oh, talks um, to you? Uh, Friday. Friday, yes. So from Dragnet. So, you know, when you hear her in your headset, and I can't even imagine just looking around and seeing all the stats. I can't. Yes. I can't wait. And I think if that's going to be good, can you imagine, like, the superhero games that can come out? Oh no! You like the, yeah. Th- I think this. I th- I don't think this was necessarily a test to see if people would like it. I think it was just a teaser. Like we're gonna whet your appetite because when a full Iron Man game or other superhero games come out, they're gonna be off the wall. Well, that is a game. The Iron Man game is real. It's coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, so um, and Batman was another one of that. You know, like another version of that. It's like here's what it's like to be Batman, yeah. and that Arkham VR experience was really cool. Yep. But and then playing playing in that vein, since we're talking about um, Iron Man, which is Marvel, which is Disney and Disney owns everything. Um, <laughs> Do I just sort of think about the Simpsons had a little video out welcoming their new corporate overlords. <laughs> yes, I think uh, like Homer was forcing his family to put on mouse ears. <laughs> he was. And then Marge put the mouse ears on her head on over her hair and the hair shot the mouse ears off and hit <laughs> something in the air and it was Dumbo that landed on Homer. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Pretty funny. Um but yeah, just well sticking in the Disney theme, um, Star Wars. Great yes. great game series. And if you own Star Wars Battlefront, mm-hmm. there's a special VR level download. It's a standalone VR level uh, based on the Rogue One film. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, based on based on Rogue One. So, Rogue One. um, so I um I got to play that as well. Oh, okay. And you are literally sitting in the cockpit of an X-wing. <laughs> That's awesome. Like the whole thing is in front of you. When you turn around and look behind you, there's your droid. You're like oh, your wow. R two unit. Your R two unit or whatever you want to call <laughs> it is right behind you. I'm like, and your mission is to protect the um. Is to basically protect the ship that's carrying Princess Leia with the message. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Your your job is to protect that uh, ship as you know as mm-hmm. the, you know everybody's trying to you know trying to destroy it. Um, unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. And you know I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but just the idea of like okay, a full Star Wars game like this would be insane. Like imagine Rogue Squadron as a VR game. You know that's that it's that type of thing. Let's face so, facts. Hello Kitty can come out as a VR game. We're probably all going to look to look to, at least to do the demo of it because just everything looks cool in VR, which I've been yes. saying for a long time. Um, now, if you don't have a PlayStation, because it is a bit pricey. I mean, it's been coming yep. down in price. But the PlayStation VR is a little bit pricey. But also, if you don't want to go that heavy into it, like a headset and all yep. that stuff... PlayStation is not the only home console that has recently, well, not recently, but that has now a VR adapter to it. As I, this week, actually yesterday, just came in the mail. Uh Uh-huh. 
Very nice. Nintendo Labo, I think it's version 4? Kit 4? Okay. Yeah. Um, VR. Virtual reality. I mean, this box is massive. I have the other, uh, one of the other first Labo kits. I still haven't put it together. Um, but this one just looks ridiculous. Yeah, and, you, uh, you know, and leave it to Nintendo. Obviously, you want to jump in on the VR thing while um, while it's still hot. No, it's um, going to be. And it, and it treats, you know, it treats it like um, like a uh, like a cell phone. VR, mm-hmm. you know, basically, if you've seen it, even on a cell phone, you'll have like two lenses, if you will, and the idea yeah. is to hold it close, but you have to have special like goggles so it, it mm-hmm. distorts it. Um, but there's a lot of different versions of what you can play with this. Um, a standard goggle set, which I'm curious about, that's going to be cool, right? Uh, like a camera, uh, a gun, uh, something they call is this it? And no, that's a bird. Uh, an elephant, <laughs> but I don't know exactly what that does. So it just seems really, really cool. And this one, I really can't wait to can't wait is to that play. Just, is that just the standard? What do you mean VR? Like, or does it have all those elements in the box? Like the oh elephant, no no no, no. all these those are all in here. Yeah, got it. You can make them all. Uh, there's a camera, elephant, bird, wind pedal, uh, blaster, okay. and goggles. And with goggles, there are 64 different mini games. And customize them in VR. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can also create your own VR games with the Nintendo Labo, as you could with other Labo cool. systems. And coming out next week, I believe it's next week, is up- VR updates to Super Mario Odyssey and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, see, now, now that they've announced that... I have a feeling I'm in a lot of trouble. Now, here's my question with that, though, because with those, right now with the way this is, everything is handheld. Kind of like with the, with the Google goggles or whatever you want to call them. Like, you still hold yeah. So my question is, how do you play? Like, I can't see holding it up here and then having the Joy-Cons next to your head and playing. So I'm curious how that's going to work. But still, it's a start. Yeah. It's a start. Well, well I have a, a, again, this is a guess because I don't know. I have a feeling that um, you would only keep the Joy-Cons on the console if you're using, like, the elephant or the bird or something like that. Um, exactly. No, so, no, no, no. They have – here, look at the box. Like, you see how the Joy-Cons are with the box? Yeah. That's your standard VR, the thing in the middle. Right, right. What I'm saying is, like, the the actual elephant and bird and stuff like that though something on those oh is i see be what you're how you control the vr i got gotcha. i would assume for games like breath of the wild or mario odyssey you would take the joy cons off and use them like regular i'm but, assuming no 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 you're right but then i'm curious how do you keep the the goggles on your head why don't you you disconnect the joy cons but but you there's not there's no strap to the to the goggles it's a, think mm. of a virtual boy. Oh, what, oh, oh, yeah. oh, you can't wear the No, VR. no, no. Oh, that doesn't make sense to me. So, okay, well, I, well, we'll you know see. what? There's a there's one easy way to find out, Larry, and that's to put yours together. As soon as I have time. <laughs> so, um so yeah, but, this is yeah. Yeah, uh why is let it me ask that you. always happens when I'm recording? Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you remember unless this past weekend was the first time, do you remember the very first time you tried virtual reality? Um oh that's a good question. This may have been no, this wasn't the first time, I guess. Um 
The first one I remember is actually fairly recent. It might have been last year. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and, and then, like I said, I think the reason was I was very reluctant to do it because mm-hmm. – Because of what you mentioned, yeah. Stu- yeah, because of my stupid head, <laughs> um, stupid migraines. Um, but I did um, one of those experiences. They're called The Void. Have you heard of The Void? Why? That sounds familiar. So The Void is kind of a, a roaming VR When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor. An upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. For over 30 years, Lexus has made the driveway a special place. But this year, some new driveway traditions appeared, like birthdays and drive-by graduation parades. Here's to making the driveway the place to celebrate. Deck your driveway at the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Find exclusive offers on our most popular models with contactless delivery. Now through January 4th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. Uh, pop-up, okay. let's say. And they rotate between different types of experiences. Um, two of the most well-known ones they have, there's a Ghostbusters one and there's a Star Wars one. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a void in our mall by me in the Glendale Galleria. You've been to the mall by me. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. So right in that, right, the outdoor mall is there across the street is the indoor mall. And in the indoor mall, there's a void. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I also found that uh, on Friday that there is also a void at uh, downtown Disney. Oh, at Disney. okay. Um, and they have their Star Wars one there. So I went with three friends and we played the Star Wars void. Now, mm-hmm. the way that that VR worked is um, you put on the headset, you have a backpack and a, and a, and a gun in your hand because you're going to you know, so kill the bad guys. Ghostbusters? Definitely wasn't Ghostbusters, <laughs> um, but I guess they, they they have all and, and they have all this you know tech on you, and you put on the the headset. And unlike a virtual reality game where you know like a lot of them you're just standing still, in this in this VR experience you're actually walking through rooms. Oh wow! So like you get up like you know when we went in we went into this room and then we were on a platform and we were being transported from our ship onto a planet so you're literally standing there and you're looking down there's a whole bunch of lava underneath you and everything like that, and then you land on the platform and then you get the doors open to the facility and then the door in the room actually opens for you as well and you move into the next room so you're literally in real life walking yeah you're walking through oh, wow. rooms now now if you take the vr headset off all those rooms you're walking through they're just blank rooms you oh, know what sure. i mean they're, yeah. you know they're just right they're just white walls yeah. but with the headset on you're moving into these other rooms and then you're getting the full visual yeah. of it um, and you're shooting stormtroopers and Darth Vader shows up and stuff like that wow. and it was, it was actually a really cool experience and it was interesting because you got to move through these rooms um, that was my very first experience with okay. VR and to be honest with you and that was the one where I was like oh I was like you know what I go I can handle this this isn't too bad not, not the worst thing no all right so so yeah, that was my first, and then um, my second one was just last Saturday, with um, <laughs> about a week ago, a little over a week ago, with the PlayStation VR. But now, now when I got home that day, I immediately went online, <laughs> ordered the PlayStation VR, 
It showed up on Wednesday. Beauty. Um, I've only played it, you know, I've only played it like three, like three, you know, three days. Yeah. yeah. Three days worth of playing. Um, and I only have two games. Okay. Uh, two full games. I've got Beat Saber and I've got Borderlands because they came with. Oh, okay. It was like a whole package. Yeah. It was the VR. It was the VR headset, two move controllers, PlayStation camera, Borderlands and Beat Saber. Okay. Whole big pack. That's and, not bad. Um, yeah. So um, I have only been playing Beat Saber. Borderlands, I don't know. It wasn't. It doesn't look that appealing to me, but I'll, I'll try it at some point. Okay. I was like, but like I said, I was going to buy it to play Beat Saber. Um, so I started playing Beat Saber on Wednesday. As of Saturday, I am already playing on the expert level. There you go. Holy lord! So uh, that's it. Well, they have a they have a campaign mode that yeah. makes it easy to uh, basically as you go through the campaign mode, you're learning all the shortcuts, so so you can. Oh, you know, gotcha. Gotcha. Everything's faster. <laughs> so I've been going. So and you know what? If you play through that campaign mode, I think they make it a little bit harder than the actual level, maybe. But oh, you pick it up really. You know, you you learn all the little tricks as you're going through it, so that you can play the harder levels. Okay. But they also have expert plus. Oh lord. So I'm not anywhere near that. Expert <laughs> is hard enough. So I'm dealing with that. Um, and then uh, I've been playing a couple of things on the demo disc. Okay. Uh, there's a cool little um, game called Moss. That I tried. It must be where, a newer demo disc than I got. Okay. Yeah. So you're playing as this little mouse, <laughs> and you get yeah, and you get called on to go on an adventure, and it's kind of it seems Zelda esque to me. Okay. Oh. Okay. And so oh, like I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you start going like like for example like you're walking through like as you're walking through the forest because you're a little mouse, so you're going through logs and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden like you get to this screen, and I'm walking through the forest, and I look up. And here's a giant deer right in front of me that's just drinking water out of the pond. And I'm like, wow. I'm literally just stopped to look at it. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Nature. Yeah. I was like, I was like, this is the closest I'll ever get to nature because I don't like it. See, we are. Like li- <laughs> nature sucks. Give me fake nature. See, we, want, are living yes. in, we are living in the oasis. We are. I want fake nature. I'm telling you. Now, look, now, I'm very pro-nature. I do believe in, you know, I do believe in preserving our planet and all that stuff. I just prefer not to be out in it. <laughs> well, where you live, it's constantly on fire. <laughs> well, uh, well, that you know what? that That's kind of true, too. So, um, so yeah, so I tried Moss. Moss is really cool. I have uh, Resident Evil 7 and uh, Rescue Bot on the way. Okay. I ordered those. Wow. So those okay. Are, yeah, so those are, those are on the way. Um, and I'm going to pick up bat- I'm going to pick up Battlefront just for the VR portion because you can get Battlefront at GameStop now used for five bucks. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. And oh the and Lord. the and the Rogue One VR download is free. Oh, pff. if you own Battlefront, you download VR for free. So I'm go. just going to hit up GameStop, grab that for five bucks and download the VR and play that. There you go. All right. So, uh, folks, let us know what you feel your experience. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't tell you my first. Um, yes, you never... what was your first. What was your first time, Larry? Oh, my first time was sad, lonely, and and very cold. Uh, no, actually, mine was in. Co- I want to say in college, so it had to have been extreme late nineties, like ninety nine, if not beginning of the two thousands. Uh, yep. It was at. I don't know if they're even out there where in in California, California. Um, Dave and Buster's. What used to be? Yeah, we have Dave and Buster's. Uh, what were they before Dave and Buster's? They were. Uh, oh, famous Dave's. Yes. Famous Dave's. Had a VR Pac-Man. Ooh. So you were Pac-Man. You get in the big machine. I think it cost like 10 bucks back then. <laughs> um, 
You know, you put the giant headset on and you just go. You're Pac-Man. You're in the maze, and the ma- the walls are like up to the ceiling. You can't see over it, and you just play Pac-Man. And when you turn a corner, and one of those damn ghosts comes out of nowhere. <laughs> right in front of your face, you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, that uh, that was my first. Fittingly, that was my first experience uh, with VR, and I loved it. Then, um, you know, like arcade VR is is pricey, so I never really played much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started doing the um, like you know the VR on like the phones and everything, and that's when I started doing more and more. And then, hence the PlayStation VR, and now the Nintendo Labo VR. So very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I was going to say one really quick thing I wanted to touch on outside of that um, was uh, we were talking earlier about why why VR doesn't seem to be catching on or how we think it may be in its infancy. I will say the one stigma that does prove to be true with it, and I do think it's a big drawback, so they need to make they need to solve it quickly because um, that's why I think it struggled for a while okay. is. It's a very isolated experience. Oh, now, granted, yes. we all play we all play our games solo, which is great. Mm-hmm. I was like, but a majority of players now are moving to multiplayer, multiplayer online kind of games. So there's a social aspect to it. You're talking to other people, or you're playing against other people. I'm like, that's the thing. I really think that if they really want this to stick around and succeed, and I do think that it has the ability to do that, they have to solve that problem. Because I immediately like even playing Beat Saber, like I I love playing it and not uh, you know it's a great game it's super fun it's actually a really good cardio workout and they tell you that too I can imagine uh, so like yeah I did it for an hour on Thursday morning wow. and I was like like I did it for an hour in sweats yeah because I was sweating it was a workout <laughs> um, but at the same time I'm sitting there thinking you know as fun as this is I would love it to be kind of like Rock Band where it's like. I've got other people and maybe it's not that we're playing together, but playing against them or whatever, just so that there are other, you know, there's some type of social aspect to it right now. There isn't any, uh, um, at least that I know that I know of. And I, again, I don't know much yet. No, no. You're, I think the social aspect right now is what you experience when you're at your friend's house. Like everyone's around. Hey, let's watch them play. Yes. Cause sometimes especially newbies who play VR, like, they have no idea what to do. They're not used to that Mm -hmm. almost sensory deprivation because now you're, you know, you have the controllers and now your hands, depending on the games and stuff like that. So sometimes it's just funny to watch the person play the game. But you're right. You know, I mean, as you can see, so much detail goes into these. Uh, First of all, you can't even physically hook up a second VR to a PlayStation. So unless it's like a LAN party, um, I think that's one way of doing it. Yep. Maybe online down the road, but you're exactly right. I think that's going to be it. But VR in itself, to me, just seems very one player. Always has been. Uh, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, this is all still very new, um, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the the home system. So we'll see. We got time. We got all the time in the world, especially since... Uh, some stories have come out that supposedly the next generation of systems may be the last generation of systems. Yes, um, I heard about that. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll talk about that on a future episode. But uh, for now, let us know what you feel about virtual reality, your first virtual reality experience. Do you have an Oculus? Do you have a PSVR? Do you now have a Nintendo Labo Toy-Con kit? Um Let us know on Facebook, on Instagram, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens when you step into virtual reality.
Okay, so um, you know what, folks? We're in a lot of spots uh, on the internet. Uh, you know, yes, we are. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, where are you just some of the places that you can find us? Um, well, you know, here and there. All right, there you go. Yeah, thank you. Um, you can, <laughs> well, you know, you can obviously you can listen to us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, you know, like Spreaker, iTunes, and some other places. Uh, if you happen to listen to us on iTunes, you know, please give us a you know a good five star rating. Um, those are always uh, very much appreciated and very helpful to us. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook on our actual web page, theretrogamers.com. You can watch us on YouTube. Um, and find us on Instagram. We're kind of everywhere. We are. Uh, you know, like you mentioned, Spreaker, iTunes, everywhere. Uh, and also, physically, we're going to try and be everywhere. Because coming up this summer, uh, June 1st and 2nd, uh, I'll be at CradleCon here on Long Island. Actually, both these shows are out on Long Island. Uh, both at the Cradle of Aviation Museum in Garden City. Uh, so uh, get your tickets for CradleCon, June 1st and June 2nd. You can uh, check our website for links there. And the big one for us this year is going to be the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo. Yes, we are going to be at the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo with an actual table. <laughs> yeah, when I so just... you're going to be able to come visit us and talk to. Well, you can. Yeah, I don't know why you want to, but you can talk to us. Why not? We'll have in some, person. We'll we'll be doing podcasting. We'll be live streaming uh, if the streams hold up. Uh, we'll have some games there to play. That's August 10th and 11th. Yes, mm -hmm. SummerSlam weekend. But it's August 10th and 11th. Again, check our website for links where you can buy your tickets now. And yeah. uh, hopefully there will be more cons to come. And uh, we will kind of take it from there as we continue on with the show. We're going to start to wrap this up. we got some news to talk about. we got some things to talk about. But I just want to say, um, you know, last week I wasn't here. I was in Brooklyn mm -hmm. for WrestleMania. Uh, which yeah, how, awesome. how was that 36-hour show? Ooh. It was a long I got to MetLife Stadium at 10.30 a.m., which is a half hour before the parking lot opens. Uh, there was a few cars already there, and already people starting to drink. Only they realized it's not to drive into the stadium parking lot. Well, no, 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 that's the telltale gate. Yeah, there really was. And the New Jersey Police Department were having nothing <laughs> of it. Um, but no, in all honesty, it was it was so much fun. The tailgate was fantastic. Uh, Anthony Chu from the Yin and the Yang podcast was by. He was doing some videos. Uh, I tried to live stream for talking more wrestling. I was just having some trouble connecting, so that didn't work out too well. But we took a lot of pictures. Uh, a lot of people walking by saw the setup, and my mom's friend from work showed up as the spitting image of the Velveteen Dream. It was amazing. Oh, are those the pictures you guys? Saw? Yes, yes. That was my mom's friend. Oh my god, he was hysterical. Wow. He was hysterical. He said he couldn't get through the parking lot, let alone to his seat, without being like accosted every five seconds. Have someone take a photograph with him. That is awesome. <laughs> it was it was beautiful. Um. So and then WrestleMania was what it was. Uh, I'm just gonna say this real quick. Then we'll get on to what I want to talk about. Of the twelve WrestleManias that I have been just privileged and honored to be able to go to, bell to bell. This has been my favorite one. Oh wow! Of matches, um, and and it was just it was just sweet. Luckily, I didn't have the light blaring in my eyes like most uh -huh. of the arena did. I heard um, about that. I did have an argument with the boom camera crew. That was fun because they oh. were in my way. You make enemies everywhere. We sat. We didn't realize we basically were on the floor. Me and my dad. We had a little bit of a riser, but the boom camera decides to park right in front of us. Bad enough. We had a pillar in front of us, which was fine. I deal with that accordingly. Um, 
I go to him like matches start. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, can you guys? Not the bo- I'm not gonna make the camera move. I get it. Right. But it's like a five man crew. So I tell the crew, I'm like, hey, you know, can you guys just kind of move out of the way a little bit? The match has started. So look at me. They go, we're part of the camera crew. <laughs> so when I went, okay, I paid three hundred dollars a ticket to be here. You guys are here for free. Move. And then all of a sudden, nice. I'm like, all right, all right, let's get out of the way. <laughs> let's move. <laughs> I was like, hey, win. at least they listened to you. Thank God. And then all the other cameramen kept coming by, just stopping right there. Like, ah, whatever. Nice. Um, so, so with that, an awesome weekend. I uh, didn't get home to about 2.45 in the morning. Um, I discovered, I just learned about this recently. There's a game that's being developed that is not a remake, not a sequel, but a spiritual successor to mm-hmm. WWE WrestleFest. Probably one of the best arcade best arcade games. Forget about wrestling. Best arcade game. Yeah. Oh, no question about it. WrestleFest is by far one of my favorite, yep. um, if not my favorite, arcade game. And granted, you know, we're wrestling fans, so we're biased towards wrestling A games. little bit, but I still think it's a great game yeah. on its own. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a great game on its own, too. It's one of those games that I always wish they just ported to a console yeah. in some way, shape, or form. And it never, it just never happened. Um right. And they never even tried, like, replicating it in any way for their games. They just kind of moved on to other – like, you can argue that, like, the Genesis and Super Nintendo games tried a little bit. Well – But they just – they weren't – it wasn't WrestleFest. They did release a couple of years ago, but it wasn't successful. Like, a remake of WrestleFest on on the cell phone, though. Uh, Yeah. Android and iOS. It just didn't work. Yeah. No, and that's the problem. It's like you want to you want to do it on console, especially when you have Xbox Live, you exactly. got PlayStation Network. It's like it's very easy to add it to there. You and know? it was it was current roster at the time, so you had yep. like Cena, Undertaker, stuff like that. Uh, but I discovered this game. Um, it should be coming out hopefully next year in 2020 called Retromania Wrestling, mm-hmm. and it really does look like a bit of WrestleFest, and it's really cool. Again. Um, and you check out the website, uh, RetromaniaWrestling.com. So, you know, I looked at this, and I'm like, oh, all right, someone's making a generic wrestling game. But it's not very generic at all. Um, basically, it is... How can I put this? It It's not WrestleFest, but like they say, it's a spiritual successor. Right now, they're working on it for PC, but they're trying to get approval for home consoles. Um, just to run through very quickly kind of the stats on it. At launch, there'll be between 12 to 16 distinct playable characters, more available through DLC later on. Uh, two to play, two to eight player local multiplayer online nice. will be determined. Uh, they're working on one-on-one matches, tag team matches, battle royals. There will be ring entrances with entrance music. Nice. There will be multiple entrance attires for wrestlers. Cool. Uh, very easy pick up and play gameplay. Um, 2D pixel art, which looks really good. Crowd chants that react to the action on the screen, and more to come. So I'm like, all right, again, general wrestling game, kind of cool. Then you look at the roster. Mm-hmm. This is where it is not a general game. So, and I don't know if you got a chance to look at the roster yet. I have not. So okay. please share. So. Here's who you have right off the bat. Animal and Hawk, WWE Hall of Famers, the Road Warriors, the Legion Very of cool. Doom are in this game. That's a great start right there. Yeah, and it's them. It is them. And actually veterans of the WrestleFest game. Absolutely. Uh, we have 
And this is how I discovered it, because they signed a deal with this guy and his organization. Uh, ECW original, Tommy Dreamer. Ah, is very in this cool. Game, along with his House of Hardcore Wrestling. Oh, cool. So the whole, like the, the, like the House of Hardcore ring and the logo, that's yeah. in the game. Um, gentleman I saw at uh, Madison Square Garden, which I, I'm going to, real quick, I just have to say as a wrestling fan. The weirdest sensation I ever had was walking into Madison Square Garden and not seeing a WWE ring. Yeah. That was weird. Um, but current Rev Pro British Heavyweight Champion, Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, nice. Is going to be in the game. He's a New Japan Cup winner in 2018 and probably one of the hottest indie stars that are out there. Um, also, wrestling legend Austin Idol, oh, former okay. NWA Georgia Heavyweight Champion. Cool. And then just recently announced during WrestleMania weekend, Stevie Richards, the Blue Meanie, and Hollywood Nova. Yes, the BWO. And it is the BWO. Big Stevie Cool, the Blue Meanie, and Hollywood Nova. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, that's very awesome. More to come. Check out the websites. Very you know, little because they just started working on this. Again, we got like till next year to worry about it. But I am already psyched for this. Yeah, no, it sounds awesome. Um, and uh, if it plays anything like WrestleFest, I'm all in for it. So yep. that's what it's supposed definitely to looking be. forward to that. We will see, and more news to come as we come. Uh, Retro Soft Studios are the ones that are making it. So all right, yeah. very cool. So we have that. We have a wrestling game to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a. I got a few bits of news that I wanted to shoot through really quickly. Okay. Um, uh, one of them is um, uh, if you've heard of the game Octopath Traveler, it's um, yes. kind of an, uh, it's a JRPG style game that is on the Nintendo Squid, uh, Switch exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been playing through it, you know, at odd points throughout this since I bought it, and it's really fun. And I actually like the fact that I can kind of put it down and pick it up when I want to. Granted, yep. I do, I forget a little bit of the story, but so be it. <laughs> um, but uh, it is no longer going to be exclusive to the Switch. Oh, uh, <coughs> sorry. Uh, as of uh, June seventh. Octopad Traveler will now be available on Steam. Oh, so nice. if you do if you do not have a Switch, I highly recommend checking out Octopath Traveler. It's a great game. Cool. Uh, so you have that. A um, couple other things announced. Uh, one other thing announced for the Switch that I want to touch on is that um, some super rare games have been announced um, to be uh, released on the Switch. And oh. the name of the company is Super Rare Games. Oh. <laughs> um, so Super Rare Games has announced five new physical releases coming to the Nintendo Switch in the near future. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the games are Rive Ultimate Edition. Okay. Uh, which I've never heard of. No. Uh, this one, I have Toki Tori and Toki Toki 2. Ooh, that sounds familiar. Okay. Yep. Uh, it's a puzzle Metroidvania kind of game. Ooh. Puzzle Metroidvania combo. Okay. Um, okay. There's an old point and click um, adventure game called The Dark Side Detective that will be coming. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm actually, that one, I'm, that's the one I'm actually most interested in because I love those point and click adventure games. Mm-hmm. Um, Earthlock, which is uh, another um, another game, and uh, Wolverblade, um, hmm. which is a, kind of a, a beat em up. Uh, okay. Uh, like a beat em up action game. Um, I don't, I'm trying to remember if it was like Golden Axie or something of that, that nature. All right. Uh, I'm, I don't remember exactly. But some some really super rare games you may not have heard of on the way to the Nintendo Switch. Should be interesting to see. Yeah, cool. Uh, a couple of other things. There is a new cartridge-based handheld console. This I'm interested announced. in. Yes. 
Um, which, you know, people are questioning. Is it a Nintendo Switch rival? Not so sure about that. But <laughs> there is a console that's coming. It is handheld, but it can also connect to your TV the same way the Switch can. Um, and it is going to be called the Evercade. And I'm just going to read off of this really quickly. Go for it. Uh, Evercade, a brand new handheld console with unique multi-game retro cartridges. Mm -hmm. Okay. The console's already got several publishers on board with three soon to be announced. Again, um, you will play games from the most popular consoles of the 8-bit and 16-bit era. Oh, wow. So they are specifically aiming at retro gaming. Okay. Uh, it has a rechargeable battery that lasts four to five hours. Not bad. Uh, they are practicing quality over quantity, and they connect to your TV via HDMI. Beautiful. No internet connection is required. The system has a retro, old-school approach, and it will feature a screen that is four by three. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Tiny, but all right. Um, the reason – okay, just a couple other things really quickly. Um uh, these are a couple of quotes from them. Uh, we're retro gamers. We're a team of passionate gamers who want to create a single platform for retro gamers to enjoy their favorite games. We haven't developed this because we saw a gap in the market. This is a project being developed with passion. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, let's see. The other things that they say really quickly, we're working directly with the original software emulator developers to support them for their hard work and also to ensure their emulation is actively accurately reflected on our hardware to deliver the best possible experience for you. Okay. Uh, and then the, uh, the key things that they have in it um, that they point out, no internet required, connect to your TV via HDMI. Um, your games you get to keep forever. So in other words, it's not just a download that possibly disappears. Oh, when you I gotcha. I gotcha. You buy the games, you own the games. Okay. Um, ever expanding library, officially licensed content, collectible elements, ability to save your progress in all of these retro games. So the thing that immediately jumps out to me with this one is, again, um, Nintendo, obviously, Nintendo and PlayStation and Xbox, they're pretty, they're pretty good on releasing some classics, right? Mm -hmm. uh, especially Nintendo. Their first party their first party classics are available oh, on yeah, online and all yeah. that stuff. They're always repeating it. But there are so many licensed games that we don't get to see on there mm -hmm. because they don't want to they don't want to pay the licensing fee or whatever it is. Yeah. So we don't get to see that. So imagine like Evercade bringing Contra, you know, to their system. Yeah. Or, um, you know, you know, just other third party games that you're used to playing. I don't know. Con uh, it's not uh, 64 bit. But think about, uh, you know, stuff from Capcom, stuff from uh, LJN or mm -hmm. other companies from way back when. So. Um, this is this is an interesting one to watch. It's actually set to launch. Evercade is set to launch in 2019. Oh, okay. The, the exact release date will be shared soon, and you can sign up with your email on their website um, if you want to uh, if you want to get more information. Uh, and their website is evercade.co.uk. Oh, okay. All righty. Uh, they are overseas, over the pond. Gotcha. Um, all right, and the last, last but not least, uh, piece of news. And Larry, you will personally be very happy about this. Uh oh, but you just purchased the Nintendo Labo VR kit. Uh, yes, yes, I did. Yes, you did, and, and, and we talked about it at length. <laughs> um, there is uh, somebody has discovered a Virtual Boy Easter egg in the Nintendo Labo e uh, VR. Um, wait, I, I thought we retired this. Can you say that one more time? I thought we retired this too, but apparently we can't. 
Okay. It will never die. Basically. <laughs> well, your yours died. Yours oh. died a horror. Yours died a horrible. I don't want to remember. I don't want to remember. We have video. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> so the latest Virtual Boy Easter egg featured in the Nintendo Labo VR Kit software is the pa- is perhaps the best one we've seen yet. If you enter the video section of the game, you'll come across a short clip showing the virtual boy running a copy of Mario Tennis. <gasps> Again, it's just a video, so don't expect to be able to play the title, but you can watch a video of Mario Tennis being played on a virtual boy in the Labo. I am in. Um, and that's the uh, that's the last bit of news that I uh, I currently have. <laughs> and hopefully and hopefully the last bit of news ever involving the virtual well, boy. Oh, yes, it will be for our show. Yes. Well, not news, but just general talk. Uh all right. So, you know, what? let's close this out with talking I mean, by the time this drops, the the stream will be over. Uh but let's talk very quickly about the um uh, Hope Station from our friend yes. Josh at Victims and Villains cuz this is apparently, you know, it's going to be happening every now and again. So, yeah, I think he's. I think he's planning on doing it every. I want to say almost like every six months. It seems um, like it. I seems. Yeah, like it, it seems to be. It seems to be a, every six months. He's going to be doing these live streams again. Um, Josh over at Victims and Villains. If you've never listened to his show, I mean, he basically he talks everything nerd. Yep. Uh, so you 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 think of anything nerd, he's covering it. <laughs> uh, but at the same time. He's also always um, uh, he's also a suicide prevention yep. um, podcast and, and uh, you know and proponent. So um, he likes to tie those two things together. It's a very worthy cause. Mm-hmm. When he does his hope station, um, he's raising money for mental health awareness, and he does it in various ways. This one specifically that we just did this weekend was to raise money for mental health awareness resources in schools. Because yes. let's face it. You know, um, as he always says on our show, suicide is the tenth leading cause of death in the world in America today or in the world today. Um, and let's face it, kids, uh, kids today, kids are always very impressionable. We do, you know, we're constantly dealing with the, uh, with the concept of cyberbullying, thanks to the, you know, the birth of the internet and things like that. So getting those resources in schools so that kids can learn at a young age, um, about the, you know, obviously, um, the importance of being aware of these types of things, um, and learning them, you know, ingrating them in them young so that they don't become susceptible to them, I think is very important. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, definitely, as I mentioned, you know, no donation is too small, no donation is too big. So when you get a chance, definitely check them out and check out some of the streams, even if it's not live. Just go back and watch some. Uh, I know I did two sessions. I played uh, some various NES uh, classic uh, NES games. What happened was I was going to hook up like my Wii U and everything, and with the move, with some things happen, I just it didn't work out too well. So. As much as I'm not a proponent of this, I borrowed a uh, NES classic that may or may not have been adjusted um, because I didn't want I didn't want to sacrifice anything for the Hope Station. So, right. hopped on there. I actually played uh, Saturday morning cartoon games. Uh, nice. I tried to. I was terrible at them, and especially Ducktales two. I didn't realize how bad I was at Ducktales two mm-hmm. because I'm so I, I like Ducktales one. Um, so I did some of those. Played some other random games. And then in the evening when I played, I played uh, NES game show games. That was yes. fun. That was fun. 
I particularly enjoyed you playing Wheel of Fortune because I was trying to give you the answers. Well, I, I left the chat room. so I know you did. <laughs> My job was done. <laughs> well, so that allows everyone in the chat room to play along. Um, and yeah, I will. So and, and by the way, you're a, a certified public accountant. I knew that. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, it's person. So I'm trying to think of a name. I forget. It could have been a title. It should have been title. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah. Then I played what I played. I played Jeopardy Jr. and Wheel of Fortune Jr. Jeopardy Jr. almost kicked. I mean, I was kicking my butt for a little while. Uh, there was some thousand dollar questions I was able to land, but I I am not good at fairy tales. <laughs> uh, oh, I you know I missed that part of the stream, but uh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so go back and check. And you played a couple of good games. Yeah, I did. Um, so I did. Uh, I also did two streams. Um, the first one I did was covering. I did the Sega Genesis or Sonic's Genesis Collection on my Xbox 360. I saw that. Very cool. Yeah, so I played through quite a few games. Uh, I went through like uh, I didn't. I don't think I. I didn't have time to beat any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to the end of one and lost, oh. uh, but I played a uh, Golden Axe two, okay. um, Streets of Rage three. Oh, I did nice. a little Altered Beast, uh, Sonic the Sonic the Hedgehog two. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So um, all in all, I mean, um, all really fun. Uh, I love those like classics collections on these. Um, systems because there are so many things and trust me if i had the time i would have jumped into shining force but that's a whole other game uh, <laughs> a super long one uh and then um on sunday morning i was supposed to play um lego marvel superheroes 2 on oh. my switch but i was having trouble with the switch hooking up to my computer oh, okay. so i could stream I don't, I don't know what was going on so i just defaulted to a couple of games that I play regularly, which uh, are uh, Dead by Daylight and Friday the 13th on uh, PlayStation 4. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, the Friday the 13th lobbies were being really slow, so I really only played that once. I played <laughs> one game in Friday the 13th, and then the rest of it was all Dead by Daylight, okay. uh, which, to be honest with you, is the is the game. is like my go-to game these days anyway. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, so really good time. I always have a good time um, you know, streaming, especially when it's for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be on the lookout for more information on um, future streams for victims and villains with the Hope Station. And, I mean, look, you know, you don't have to donate just during those live streams. You can donate whenever you get a chance. That's uh, true. Always worthy. So. Um, and and again, and you know, we, and we always say this too. It's like if you are unable to donate, because we understand. I mean, you know, if, if you have other financial responsibilities, and that happens. If you are unable to donate, at least spread the word because you may know somebody in your network, friend or family that may be interested in donating to a good cause like that. So, um, so you know, just consider that as well. And uh, stop being cheap. Send a dollar. So, uh, or stop being cheap and send a dollar. <laughs> All right. No, for anything helps out truly. Um, and with that, I think we're going to wrap this one up. So this was a good episode, yeah. as yes. always. And uh, that's it, right? You got nothing. Yeah, happening? no, I think I, I no, I, yeah, I think that's it. I think we had a really good show. Uh, like I said uh, uh, at the start of the show, um, it's good to have you back. It's good talking. Uh, although Josh said he's trying to take over. Your I network, heard. I heard uh, one step at a time. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, he did not succeed this week because while we were recording, he was actually live streaming for his hope station. Oh, was so, he? <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I think, I think Larry did this on purpose to make sure that Josh didn't take over this week. Exactly. I like to see him take over talking more wrestling. He, it was, me, Brandon and Jacob, a guy, Jacob, good guy. We did WrestleMania review for victims and villains and the indie scene and the G1 Supercard. We recorded for three and a half hours. Oh, my God. I'm like, Josh, 
good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? And and I I would listen to it for about three and a half minutes. Thank oh, you. Oh, it was actually fun. Uh, it was a good time. Oh no, I'm sure. No, no, I'm sure you got no. All good guys. I'm sure you guys had a good time. Uh, there, there was a lot. To, there was a lot to talk about. It was a long weekend. Whew, was it ever? It was fun. a long wrestling weekend. But in me. terms of gaming. Uh, like you said, I think I think we're done. This has been another amazing week, and uh, we'll be back again next week. Absolutely. In fact, we will be back right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. 